Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to this special edition of the Power Cat podcast. Not just an audio form today, video joined by Ryan Wallace, of course, I'm Tim Fitzgerald, and quarterback Avery Johnson. Avery, let's just get started here. Uh, how, how is it being on campus and kind of starting this phase of your life? It's been a lot of fun so far. It's t- obviously taken a little bit of getting used to um, living the college life. But, <laughs> I mean, um, just kind of getting down here. I had a lot of help from coaching staff and um, p- people like that and obviously the older players. So they've made the transition smooth, and, and it's been a lot of fun so far. Any Avery, type of football things you're able to do already? Yes. Yeah, so um, we've been lifting. Uh, we started lifting last week. So we had four lifts last week, a run, and then we've had a lift this week. Uh, early this morning, we've been lifting in the early group, the mid-years, and we've been doing some captain practices, some seven-on-seven seven, uh, kind of team-led stuff, obviously, because uh, the coaches can't be out there when we have the balls for yeah. NCAA rules. But on top of that, just – kind of work on my own with some of the other players, some of the younger guys just going in and getting in some work on our own. Um, we have all the tools and all the, all the stuff around us to, for us to get better. It's just whether or not we want to use it or not. So I've been trying to utilize that as much as I can since I've gotten down here. Along those same lines, Avery, for, for somebody that, you know, isn't or has never been a student athlete at K-State specifically with football, how far does that access go for you? I mean, do you feel like as a player, you guys have access to the veneer and the indoor? Is it, if you want to go up there at three in the morning and, and throw balls around or whatever, I mean, is it, is it open to you? Definitely. I feel like um, they don't put a limit on when, when you want to work and uh, what times those are obviously. So, I mean, uh, I don't, our key cards are set up to where um, at, at certain times, the building locks, but I think that's just for safety reasons. Um, so I don't, veneer is a little bit different. I don't know if we can necessarily get into veneer whenever we want, but I know that the indoor, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you want to go up there at one in the morning and put the code in and throw balls or run routes at one in the morning, I'm pretty sure um, it's a lot, you're allowed to do that. Um, 
but I also know they like to have the the training staff in office whenever we're doing any any type of work or if that's work on our own or, or different type of stuff like that just so the players can stay as safe as possible. How daunting has uh, the playbook been so far? And do you feel like you're at a at a a point that that you'd like to be at with it or is it like your normal homework and then carving out a section of time each day to go through the playbook too yeah so since i've gotten down here i've met with uh, coach buford like pretty much every day um we've missed a, a few days here and there just because our schedules didn't match up or he had something else going on but whenever i can i, I try to match up with him since ck has been on the road recruiting um and just kind of go for go over the playbook for an hour, two hours, however much time we have. And he's been helping me a lot with that. And then I kind of take what he's provided to me um, and, and put in a little bit of extra studying time on my own. But this the playbook up here is isn't like any any playbook I've been a part of. So it's it's definitely taken some time to learn it. But um, as long as I put in put in the time and and put in the hours and, and do the right things, then I should have no problem learning it. One more thing from me, Fitz, that I'm curious about, if you don't mind. I, I'm more off the beaten path of football. Let's just talk college in general. What's kind of been your, what's kind of been the most fun part so far about just since you've been on campus? Um, you know, what, what are, what are some highlights that, you know, are kind of away from the football field? Yeah, so I've been to a, a couple of basketball games so far. I got a chance to go to that KUK State basketball game, which is like no other game I've been to. Um, winning in overtime, especially against a team like KU, who is K-State's biggest rival, and beating them in what you, I guess you could say, is their sport. Um, and, and on the basketball court was crazy. Everybody rushed the court. Um, Jerome Tang has definitely done great things with that program so just being able to see that in person was was crazy and just being able to spend time with you know some of these guys that I, I only got a chance to meet on the phone or text in group chats kind of being down here and be able to go through this process with them and being able to spend my days with them and weekends with them I'm, I'm definitely building new friendships so that's been a, a fun part of this journey as well well Avery uh we've kind of tricked you I'm going to bring in another guest here um we've invited someone to join us here um, hopefully he'll turn on his camera. He's connecting right now um, <clears throat> to kind of talk to you about what it's like to be a freshman on campus, getting thrown into everything um, <clears throat> and becoming a part of the football program as a quarterback. And, and uh, hopefully we'll get him here in a second. Josh Freeman, former Kansas state quarterback joins us now. Um, and of course, Josh played in the NFL a long time. Josh, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it very much. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, what kind of advice would you give a young quarterback that's showing up on campus? He's been here a couple of weeks. Uh, he's got a lot to learn. Uh, something you've been through. So what kind of advice would you give Mr. Avery Johnson? I mean, so long ago, but um, yeah, take, it, <laughs> take it all in stride. Um, it's, it's kind of a really cool opportunity, um, especially leaving a semester early getting in there and um, you'll have an opportunity to meet, you know, and get acclimated with the players. You'll have a chance to do the off-season workouts. And by the time your class, uh, guys in your normal class get in, you'll already have, like, uh, good footing. And uh, they'll look to you for leadership. They'll have all sorts of questions, advice. And then um, it'll also give you a chance to bond with uh, the older players, you know, because, you know, as a quarterback, you're the leader. 
And um, it'll give you a chance to get in there and show these guys what you're about, whether it's just an off-season workouts or, you know, throwing the ball around or just hanging out around campus. So it's, uh, it's definitely exciting. And, you know, and you obviously know how to play football. So just just focus on taking care of everything around that and make sure you've got a, a clear head and everything kind of out of your way so you can focus on football. Josh, what would you say were are, were some pros and cons to being an, an early graduate out of Grandview? You know, obviously, you miss out on a, certain things from the high school experience, um, which wasn't really that big of a deal to me. But um, I definitely had that FOMO a little bit when my friends were, you know, getting late in the semester. And, you know, they're, they're all calling me like, hey, how's it going? I mean, I'd go back every now and then on a weekend. But um, um, that, that's really the only con that I saw um, from a pro standpoint. There's so many. Um, the just the idea of getting in and having an extra like the whole semester. You know, you have spring ball. Um, it it's really 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 important. You know, especially I mean, obviously you're a competitive guy and you're going to want to get in there and uh, you know throw your hat in the ring. So it's, it's important to get in there and start understanding the system, understanding the coaches, and um, and then just, just kind of get just acclimated entirely because it's a big difference going from high school uh, to college. And um, you'll find out real quick that uh, you need structure in your life so you can take on, you know, your class schedule and also football schedule because um, especially when it comes around to the season, time is in it's very short supply. Avery, I was, was going to ask you, something here we can bring josh in together with this but like at Mays, you know you're you're the big man on campus right well now you come to k-state and this is something josh can he he was right there in these shoes where he was the four-star quarterback on campus when he showed up early too do you find yourself um having to navigate the, the hallways a little different and by hallways i mean campus um you know that you're trying to just tell students i'm trying to go to class here kind of thing or for the most part do people kind of leave you alone like you were back at mace um for the most part i, I get left alone um i've got approached a few times i've taken a couple pictures but most of that type of stuff kind of happens when i'm out and about um off campus if i go to the store if i go get something to eat um and, and i see fans in manhattan but from the student standpoint um, a little bit, but not, not too much. Um, it's not too overwhelming. Most of the people just kind of say hi and, um, keep going on or say they're, they're happy that I'm, that I chose Kansas state, but, um, for the most part, I don't get too bothered. Josh, is that something you just become numb to after a little bit, you know, or, uh, you know, how do you, how do you handle that? Uh, I, I wouldn't say numb. But uh, it's definitely something that and I think maybe uh, the level that he's kind of elevated himself to, you know, in his town, um, you know, around campus, like high school campus, um, you know, he's a recognizable figure. And now it's just going to be um, kind of magnified uh, even that much more coming to college. And I mean, right now it's, I don't know, I just remember being kind of this time of year being kind of slow around campus, you know, basketball's going on. Um, but I mean, once uh, the weather starts warming up a little bit and the hype and excitement for football start you know, really coming back, the yacht uh, get turned back on. And you'll, you'll see a lot more. Um, I'm sure you're used to dealing with things like dealing with uh, expectations, dealing with um, you know fans. But uh, I don't know. There's nothing, nothing really like uh, the appreciation from 
you know, college girls. So it's about, <laughs> so I'm sure I'm sure uh, you'll enjoy that. But um, one thing about Manhattan, and I'm sure you already already experienced this, is uh, you know, it's definitely a football school. Uh, this year they're doing great at basketball, but um, but the fans are just quality people. You know, we were passionate about uh, the program and passionate about seeing you succeed. So I mean, never take that for granted, and, um, and just just enjoy it, enjoy every minute. You know, Avery, when Josh came out of campus in, what, 06? Is that correct, buddy? Um, It was expected that he would end up being the starting quarterback, and he was. You don't have that pressure on you with Will Howard around right now. What what are the kind of things you're trying to accomplish here during this first semester on campus? So far, it's just been um, being able to learn the playbook, like we kind of talked about earlier. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that, um, I have to learn before I can even show what I can do on the field. And um, also just hitting the weight room, trying to put on weight, get stronger, uh, bigger, faster. And we have a great strength staff who is, who's helping me um, develop my body in that way. And, and also just learning as much as I can from the guys that have been there. Um, just being able to have somebody like Will to be able to learn from and um, just trying to be a sponge and, and learn as much from him as I can as possible because he knows what it takes to be successful at the next level. He won a Big 12 championship last year. So if there's anything I can take from him, I'm, I'm obviously going to take it and um, use it to my advantage whenever I get I get a chance to see the field. Gosh, I believe you had Dylan around uh, when you showed up, if I'm recalling correctly, the time frame here. But what, uh, what do you look for from the veteran quarterbacks as a young quarterback coming in? Well, just kind of their way of, um, you know, just like you said, it's good, good to take everything in like a sponge. And um, obviously, the older guys, I think there was, um, there was Dylan Meyer was kind of the um, the older guy that had probably the most experience. And I think it was Marcus Webb, uh, Alan Everidge, Kevin Lapina. And I think that was our, uh, that was our, our group. But, um, Really, from Dylan and Dylan, uh, rest in peace. He's an amazing kind of leader. Um, it's kind of the, the old, the old soul sort of guy. But he just wanted everybody to have a great experience. He wanted everybody to, you know, learn and get better, uh, get better at football. And then, um, he'd organize a bunch of just random parties. He was, he was a great dude, but he was he was very uh, inclusive in the way that he went about handling things and bringing in the new guys and developing relationships with them. And um, yeah, the, the big thing is. Uh, like the playbook, you know, because I mean, there's lots of different systems. You go from one system to another, and it's just being able to um, associate whatever the new play calls are with, you know, philosophies or plays that you've run hundreds of times in your high school career. Uh, but um, having having a having an older quarterback to look up to makes makes a world of difference because there's so many things that go into being a quarterback and being a successful quarterback at that. Just um, just pay attention to these guys, you know? And um, obviously when the time comes to compete, do, do your thing, man. Show them what you got. But um, most part, yeah, just, just watch. Because, I mean, I, I kind of, not that I had the attitude of I know everything, but that's one of the dangers, especially being so highly touted. And, I mean, um, the previous level, you – I'm uh, a master at it. You know, you, you hit this level where you kind of did know everything and you kind of were the guy, but um, this is a whole new ball game. Uh, entirely different different set of groups, uh, 
different uh, opponents, uh, more complex schemes. And um, yeah, the guys you're playing against are a little, little better, you know? So um, being able to just gather anything that can help you on, like help you down the road from a guy that's already been out there and has already played and already, already had success. Um, I think that's going to be, going to be really crucial to, you know, just pick up on the things that, that, uh, that he shares with you, whether it's him doing it or you just observing and figuring out what he does successful and see how you can incorporate that into your day-to-day approach. Josh, I'll ask you one more thing here, and this might be a tough one to dilute it down to the spot that Avery's at, which is, you know, having only been on campus for about a week, two weeks now, but, you know, Avery aspires to be in your shoes as an NFL quarterback one day. And there's, there's a distance between where he's at now and, and that time, but is there something looking back that you could, again, you know, tell Avery now or kind of put yourself back in his shoes only again, being on, on campus for about two weeks that would help him for the NFL level. Again, there's a lot of things that he'll have to think about over the next couple of years and improve on and hone in on, but kind of diluting it down to one thing that he could at least start right now to prepare him for that. Uh, I, I would say just having an understanding and um, an appreciation for, you know, the timer, like the, whatever the stands of time, the right the timer's already started, right? So every opportunity you get um, to study, there's like there's nothing worse than, um, you know, uncertainty when you break the huddle and you're not quite exactly sure what you should do. You So like, um, so I'm sure you have access to the playbook at uh, installs and, and the coaches are always happy to share whatever. And um, so just, I'd say just being a student of the game when it comes to, understanding your playbook, um, a student of the game when it comes to uh, learning your teammates. And then, um, yeah, dude, it, it's going to fly by. But you, if you just appreciate that on the front end going in and you just grind, you work, you're always the most prepared guy. Um, and then, like I said, the weight room is also very important. Um, I don't know, I was, I think I was about 200, I was 215, I think, when I first got there, maybe 220. And by, uh, I'd say the end of my freshman season, I was getting close to 250. So the weight room is definitely going to be a different thing. They got the training table, so the diet. But, um, I mean, you're young, dude, but just uh, don't don't take uh, don't take your youth for granted. You're, you left uh, high school early and you're on campus early. Um, maximize that time. Maximize that potential. Um, I remember I used to have the – oh, it's kind of creep in where it's like, oh, well, I'm here early. I'm getting a jump start. I've got time. But the time, you know, before you know it, it's going to be the spring game. And and right after that, it's like, boom, you hop out, you get a little time to go home and do whatever. And then, bam, you're right into that first training camp. And it happens just bang, bang, bang. And I'm sure, sure you're kind of, you've been there two weeks. I mean, that was, it was I wouldn't call it dark two weeks. But I remember they uh, put me in Haymaker Hall. And I think I was in there with just an engineering student who's just kind of a quirky dude, not a football guy. It was just, yeah, it was just kind of a, kind of a funky experience but it was um it was a good experience because uh there's definitely something to be said for being on campus and getting there early getting to talk to the coaches getting to kind of see what Casey's offense is going to be about and um then it's also great that you get to show them you you know what I mean obviously they uh, you've known these coaches you've talked to them in the recruiting process but now you're actually there so now they can actually see you and actually start working towards you know what their goals are for you and um 
they just get to see you on a day-to-day basis because uh, the highlight tape's one thing, but uh, being able to consistently come in and, and, you know, be that guy, you know, be a leader, be a hard worker, that's, that's another thing. So I would say take every advantage of being there early and having the time around the coaches, the other players, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Avery, I, I need to ask, how, how different do those college workouts hit when, when you're in the weight room with the staff and they're getting after it? No, they're different. <laughs> yeah, it's different than anything I've been a part of. So, um, I already know whenever we do these. So we haven't we haven't even started run and lift days. So whenever we have to run and lift on the same days, I can I can already tell those will be pretty tough. So, Bro. but yeah, I, like I don't I don't know how to put it into words. Have you puked yet? Like, is that another no. thing yet? No. Have I've guys never, puked? I don't I don't really puke like that. I've never <laughs> Josh, what'd you say about leg days? Oh, no, I'm saying wait till you start the leg day. You start like the, the lift and the run days. And you have like a heavy leg day and your legs are just shaking. You're already, you know, you're going to be sore for the next three or four days. But then you got to go out yeah. and run. And then yeah, like, they call then, Friday RIP leg day. So, uh, oh, yeah. We run stadiums and then we go do a heavy, heavy squat. So we, <laughs> it, um, we had to do these things called Tony Hawks. Like I, it was just like in hindsight, talking to the coaches, it's like, all right, it makes sense. You got a bunch of like young dudes who you know, they, they want to go out and like have fun and party over the weekend or whatever. So they would absolutely crush us on Friday morning. And then you kind of thought to you, like, ah, I don't know if I want to go out or do anything on Saturday or Sunday. We did this thing called Tony Hawks where we literally every step in the stadium we started on one end and he ran like five position groups and he ran up all the way up back around he ran every single step in the stadium and uh like towards the end like the, probably the last quarter of it there were guys like hiding behind trash cans and stuff and guys were like cramping up and puking it was just not fun but it also it's it's good team building activity but yeah i don't <laughs> yeah so <laughs> That I, I do not miss the, the college weight room and, and conditioning experience. That was like a lot, but it was good, you know, but, but it's going to be fun. Josh, how much does it change when you get to the league and the, do they just kind of expect you to take care of your business, your professional now and be in shape and do all those things? Yeah. Um, you see like the emergence and um, these different like training facilities around the country like uh, the one i went to was um api but i think it's called Exos now but, like guys kind of just they go in and they train just getting ready for camp and then so yeah when when it's um like when you have otas and like kind of spring ball sort of action um you're not like none of it's mandatory the weight room's not mandatory but if you have a weight room there you obviously most guys lift and after but yeah they just want you ready by the time you report for training camp you know so guys do it different ways some guys are in there quite a bit other guys will go out to california or florida or wherever, wherever their home base is and they'll just kind of train on their own and come in when, and just be in, be in shape when it's time to go um yeah the uh to be honest it's definitely on the player more so than a strength coach because it's I mean, if you come back and you're not in shape and you don't have a like a massive contract and you're not extremely invaluable to the team, you're gone. You know what I mean? So it's more on just the players. College is more of a um, yeah, it's more of like a team building, like camaraderie experience where 
they literally try it's like oh it's sadistic dude they try to put you through the most crazy stuff it doesn't necessarily relate to football per se but it does relate to mental toughness and you know having to lean on each other and push each other to get through some of these workouts Josh let me ask you um uh, I think you were now that you and Avery know each other, maybe when you come back to K-State, uh, you'll have some familiarity there. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was there maybe a chance that you were going to come back uh, this last season um, to maybe open the door um, and that fell through, but maybe that'll be on the table again this year? Yeah, um, that, that was something that, uh, I mean, we discussed, you know, kind of a lot of schedule shuffling. And, um, but yeah, this year I definitely, definitely want to. Um, I'm heading up there. I want to say February 21st for a basketball game. I'm going to get up there and check it out. But yeah, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to uh, to getting back to more, more football games because it's been kind of, you know, the whole pandemic thing. And, you know, everything's just kind of been, uh, I'm going to say discombobulated, but just everything kind of a little out of sorts, you know, uh, schedule-wise. Uh, but yeah, definitely going to make it back up. Um, looking forward to catching uh catching Avery in action you know maybe just maybe catch come up for the spring game see good going but I'm definitely excited about okay state football Avery let's start with you and we'll we can kind of end with this and we'll start with you and then go to Josh uh Super Bowl pick and why because <laughs> they have the best player in the world on their team oh, <laughs> I agree yeah I think Chiefs by a billion, baby. Let's go. It's gonna be, I don't, I, in all honesty, I, w- I was surprised about uh, about the NFC Championship outcome game. I wonder, like, they've literally blown out all their opponents, the Eagles, or I guess they're both their opponents. They blew out the Giants and they blew out the Niners, which is kind of a shock. But I think the Chiefs are uh, all around a better built team. I think Eagles might have the edge in defense, but I think the Chiefs, um, like you said, they've got the best player. I, on the field anywhere at any given time and Patrick Mahomes and then you got a supporting cast um, I was pleasantly surprised with the defense and the D-line yesterday how they stepped up got hit on Burrow I think they held them to held them to like negative yards or not negative yards like zero yards for the first quarter and um, yeah dude I, there's nothing like and like I never played for the Chiefs that's my one big NFL I was in the draft just never really happened um, but that's I, I love seeing them win. You know, I grew up in Kansas City. I grew up with some massive Chiefs fans. So I, I fix the Chiefs as well. Well, guys, I appreciate it very much. Josh, I'm glad to hear you're kind of reconnecting a little bit with Kansas State. You're a valuable, valuable part of the Kansas State football history. Um, so anything we can do to help facilitate, we're in. We'll help you out. Avery, welcome to K-State. You're the first generation to get to use that uh, indoor facility throughout your career. Uh, Josh will be kind of blown away by it. It's pretty amazing. Isn't it? I'm definitely excited. Excited, Avery. I'm excited, excited uh, for you and excited about you, man. Looking forward to see what you get going. And it's going to be cool, man. Enjoy the ride. Thanks. Well, good luck for this podcast. We appreciate you listening to this edition of the Powercat Podcast for Ryan Wallace, Josh Freeman, Avery Johnson. I'm Fitz. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to the Powercat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.